Everybody, welcome back to campus. And welcome back to All the Small Things, the radio program where we talk about the history behind the small things that make life easier and take a moment to appreciate them. I hope you all had a fun summer full of sunshine, lemonade, barbecue, and of course, swimming. Spending time at a pool is one of my favorite summer activities. But you know what's weird about it? Swimsuits. I mean, why do we have specific clothes for swimming? And why is swimwear, especially for women, so different from every other style of clothing we have? Today, on All the Small Things, we are going to learn about the history behind that oddly particular piece of clothing, the swimsuit. Swimwear is a relatively new phenomena. In antiquity, swimming wasn't a common form of leisure, and if people did swim, they did it privately. So for a long period of history, clothing wasn't considered necessary to swim. Female swimwear first appeared in Europe in the late 1600s. The first female swimsuit was known as a bathing costume. These were essentially ankle-length dresses with long sleeves and long skirts. The costumes were cut so that when submerged, water would fill the costume and the clothes would float away from the body to obscure curves. Bathing costumes were often made with wool, flannel, or canvas, which naturally made them too heavy for any actual swimming. However, these fabrics were sturdy, so the bathing costumes could last, and most importantly, they didn't turn transparent when wet. Men, meanwhile, typically swam in their drawers. But in the late 1800s, men began wearing their own swimsuits, which were typically form-fitting wool garments with long sleeves and long legs, kind of like long underwear. In the late 1800s, women began wearing outfits called double suits or bloomers, which included a gown that went down to the knees and trousers that went down to the ankles. The switch to form-fitting and more revealing swimsuits occurred at the start of the 20th century. By 1900, some women athletes had begun wearing more form-fitting swimsuits for speed. But these one-pieces didn't gain popularity until 1906, when Annette Kellerman was arrested for indecent exposure after wearing a form-fitting one-piece swimsuit on a Boston beach. Annette was an Australian underwater ballerina, but after her arrest, she went on to design a line of form-fitting one-piece swimsuits that became hugely popular. Kellerman's original one-piece looked like the men's wool swimsuits with long sleeves and legs. Over time, however, the one-piece shrank and began to reveal more of the leg and the arms. In the 1920s and 30s, swimsuits became brighter and included fun designs. Men stopped wearing suits that covered their entire bodies and began to go topless to swim. Meanwhile, female bathing suits became more and more revealing. And then, in 1946, designer Louis Rayard changed the swimwear world forever with the debut of his new swimsuit design, the bikini. Rayard named the bikini after the Bikini Atoll Islands, one of the test sites for the nuclear bomb, since he believed the bikini would be just as explosive. Unlike previous two pieces, the bikini had very high-cut shorts and showed a small section of midriff. Rayard's bikini became explosively popular in the 1950s and was often featured in cinema and on magazine covers. The bikini has since remained the most popular form of women's swimwear, even as its design has changed to show more midriff. Throughout the 20th century, swimwear designs changed constantly to include new cuts, colors, and patterns. And so today, we have a wide variety of swimwear available in all styles and colors. 
So the next time you go to a pool, take a moment to appreciate the different colors and designs around you. They're the result of a century's worth of fashion development. And most of all, be thankful that you don't have to wear a woolen gown to a pool in mid-July, because that would make pool parties absolutely unbearable. I'm Chrissy Talent, and thank you for listening to All the Small Things on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.